Amen. Happy New Year. It's here. 2020. It's gone. I know many of us are like, amen, amen, amen. Well, it's here. Hey, we are starting a new series called Covenant, and I'm going to jump in right away because there's another thing I want to do uh, after my quick introduction here. And so uh, we are super excited as a teaching team to start this year with the concept of covenant. And as you think about covenant, I'm sure all kinds of different mindsets and thoughts come into mind, but I want to just set the stage this morning on where we're going and what you can expect in the next coming weeks, okay? So let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your covenant with us. And now, God, we ask that you would give us a desire to understand it to the fullness that you want us to understand it in. And so, Lord, help us to truly embrace what you have done for us through covenant. And so, Lord, we just lift this message up to you, and we ask that you would speak to our hearts. Give us a desire to go deeper into these things. And Lord, we thank you for this in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, as we were talking about it, we started talking about, okay, what's the difference between a covenant and a contract? And um, there's actually quite a lot when you actually start to really study it out and look into it. And so I think the first thing you need to do when you think about covenant is actually go into the actual word. Okay, what does it mean? So I looked it up, and here's what covenant means biblically. If you go to BibleHub.com, you can uh, do this yourself. Um, if you're following along or you want to follow along with my notes, you can go to our version, which is a Bible app on your phone or your iPad, and you can follow along with the notes. Um, but here's what covenant means. It means a testament, a will, a covenant between two parties. And here's what jumped out to me as I was studying it, and it was this, the word testament. Uh, what does our Bible have? We have the testament and the testament, right? And if you take that word, it's the exact same word as covenant. And so I, many of you probably have already understood this, but man, for me, it was just like, oh my gosh, it's the old covenant and the new covenant. The whole Bible is filled with covenant. And our hope as a teaching team is to draw out and show you in the next few weeks that covenant is a very important part of how God established our belief system and what he wants us to understand in believing in him. And so if you go into it a little bit deeper, the definition goes like this. It's a set agreement having complete terms determined, listen to this, determined by the initiating party. I'm gonna read that again. A set agreement having complete terms determined by the initiating party, which also are fully affirmed by the one entering the agreement. So get the picture of this. A covenant when it comes to God, is something that he sets the terms of our relationship that we then come alongside and agree to. He initiates this. If you've ever been asked the question, show me in the Bible where God says he wants a relationship with you, I want to submit to you, it's found right here in the word covenant. Because what God has established for each one of us is a defined term of relationship so that he would, so that we would understand his desire to have relationship. And you can find this from the beginning of the Bible in Genesis all the way to the end in Revelation. Is God defining that he wants a walking, talking relationship with you and I? And to be quite honest with you, I don't know if we really understand covenant in this world today. And I think it might be the enemy that wants to steal that concept and that understanding. Here's what I have found and what we talked about as a teaching team is um, covenant is actually 
terms of a relationship, it's formed in relationship, and it differs from a contract in that concept in itself. You can go anywhere in this city here and sign a contract with somebody you have no idea who they are, and you can agree to terms, hey, I'll do this if you do this, and you can sign that contract, but a covenant is this. God coming down and saying, I love you so much that I want fellowship and I want relationship with you, and here's the terms of this, and we come under that understanding, and we go, oh my gosh, this is unbelievable. And so here's why this is important, because we live in a world today that people are looking for meaning, that are looking for um, why am I here, and they are shopping for God. Yes? And I'm here to tell you that our Bible instructs us and helps us to understand that God so loved you that he sent Jesus as his covenant to bring relationship back with him. And Jesus walked and talked on this earth. He taught, and as he taught, one of the things that he said, no one can come to the Father except through me. So if you're listening to me today, and you're going, well, I don't know where I fall, and I don't know what I believe about God. I want to submit this to you. We actually have a book, it's called the Bible, that very clearly directs about this covenant that God has established, and the fact that Jesus walked and talked on this planet and said that he was the only way. He established the terms of the relationship, and all he wants us to do is enter into that relationship with him. And that's really where we're gonna be going with this series on covenant. Why is this so important to us? Let me just go through these real quickly. Number one, covenant confirms God's heart to have relationship with us and that he pursues us first. We just got done singing a song about the pursuit of God, the reckless abandonment pursuit of him. Many of us uh, in this world, in that many people in the world don't necessarily agree or, or believe that, but I'm here to tell you, God pursues you, he goes after you, he values you so much that it says in Philippians that he sent Jesus to become of no value. If you look up in, in Philippians 2.7, the, the word there says that Jesus emptied himself, it actually means that he became valueless. Do you know why he became valueless? So that you could have value. And so covenant begins to show us that not only does he want relationship with us, but that he pursues that relationship with us. Second, covenant helps us to understand what our part of the relationship is. Once we understand what God is doing and how he pursues us, then he begins to show us, okay, here's how you enter into your side of the covenant. And it's just a powerful, powerful relationship when we understand it, yes? And just so that you know, it's not a bunch of do's and don'ts. It's not about what you can or can't do. It's solely about who God wants you to be. That God wants you to see how he sees you. And he wants you to live from that place. He wants you to understand the value that he sees in you. And he wants you to live from that value. Oh man, I hope you're getting this. It's just an introduction, but it's so good. How about this one? Why is it it's so important to us? DJ, in talking about this, actually said this. Covenant shows us that God does not change and can be counted on. Here's what's really great about the covenants in the Bible, is that as you read through them, you will see God prove himself faithful and true over and over and over and over again. Have you ever had this thought? If there was one prophecy, if there was one promise in the 
Bible that God didn't fulfill or that God didn't keep, do you know that Christianity could just fall apart like that? But every prophetic word, every covenant, every promise that God has made has been fulfilled or is going to be fulfilled. It's the proof, covenant is the proof that God doesn't change. He never changes and we, we can count on him. Janelle said this, covenant is God's display of his commitment and love for us. The covenant that we will be talking about, the covenants that um, the, the Bible speaks of, you know, there's, there's several different, there's the covenant that God has given to us, there's covenants between like David and Jonathan, different people, there's covenants that we're supposed to enter into, like the marriage covenant. All of these covenants actually prove out God's commitment and love for us. And so we're gonna unpack that a little bit. Rob said this, covenant reveals God's absolute goodness. Listen to this covenant that Jeremiah promises us. Jeremiah 31, starting in verse 33, this is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will they teach their neighbor or say to one another, know the Lord, because they will all know me from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. What an incredible promise from God. And Jesus fulfilled that promise. And when he died and rose again, we were given the gift of the Holy Spirit, which meant this, we no longer had to go to the high priest to hear from God anymore. We got a download of the Holy Spirit and he wrote his covenant, he wrote his promise, he wrote his precepts, his instruction, he wrote it into our hearts and our minds. What an incredible promise. Hello, are you there? This is incredible. What an incredible promise of his absolute goodness. And his heart, his heart from the beginning of a time was to have relationship with you and I. And the covenant is what proves it out and shows it to be true. Man, this is good news. Why is this important to us? The last one here. Covenant brings us to the fullness of what God desires for our lives. And I would submit to you that that is freedom and transformation. Covenant shows us that God wants us to live in freedom and transformation. 2 Corinthians 3, starting in verse 13, says, We are not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing away. But their minds were made dull, for to this day the same veil remains when the old covenant is read. It has not been removed because only Christ, only Christ, and only in Christ is it taken away. Even to this day when Moses is read, a veil covers their heart. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. I would submit this, if you read your Bible and you don't get promises and you don't get life and you, you don't get identity and if you don't get God's purpose and plans from you when you're reading the word, I'm submitting to you that maybe you don't understand covenant. Maybe you don't understand that God is pursuing you and he's going after you and man, my heart and my prayer is, church, get this, God loves you and he's going after you. He values you more than you could ever imagine. And when we come to the Lord and we have that understanding, the veil is taken away. And then it says this, now the Lord is a spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom and we all with 
unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Here's what God desires. I make a covenant with you. If you will enter into this, here's my promise. You will have freedom because where the Spirit is in you revealing covenant, there is freedom. And when that freedom begins to come out of you and when you begin to experience that, you begin to be transformed. What do you get transformed into? You get transformed into being more like Christ. And this is God's covenant for you and I. And this is what we are going to unpack in the next few weeks. We just wanted to introduce it to you, give you a hunger, give you a stirring, bring you back, and get you to maybe spend some time searching it out yourself. Go into the Word of God, get online, go to Bible Hub and look up covenant, read about it, read the different covenants, read about the covenants that were made in the Bible. Hey, let's not just come to church on a weekend and, and get a 20, 30, or in my case, 60 minute message. But let's come to church and be prepared. Let's have read on covenant. Let's, 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 if this is so important in God's economy of relationship, then it should be important to us. And so I just challenge you, give you a little homework. Go home, read about covenant, get an understanding about it, and then come and let's learn together what God would have for us in the next few weeks on covenant. You guys do that? All right, amen. That's the message. All right. I'm moving on to a second thing that we wanted to share with you, and that is this. Um, as we enter into 2021, 2021, um, I think a lot of us, as we said at the very beginning, are very grateful that it's moving on, um, that 2020 is going out. But um, I think we make a mistake if we don't take a moment in time and remember what God has done. Um, in order to go forward, a lot of times God would remind the Israelites to remember what he had done in the past. Remember this so that then you can tell your kids and your grandkids so you can move forward in relationship with him. And so um, here's how this came about. We were gonna teach on covenant and we we're gonna go all into about covenant and uh, <laughs> um, we were ready to do that and then we got together as a formation team and started talking about um, missionaries and people who we want to support and we got into this discussion and we started looking up a financial reports about different things and we as a team were just blown away at what God has done through Shine Church in 2020 and we were like you know what we we need to tell people this we need to let everybody know what has happened in 2020 at Shine Church and so um, I want to first off apologize to everybody because one of the things that we probably haven't been real good at is letting you know what's been going on. We get caught up in the day-to-day. -day. We, we see it happen, and the people that are involved in that see it and get to celebrate and, have, and rejoice in it. But then um, not too often do we bring it to you. And so I'm apologizing for that right now, and we want to be better at that. And we want to bring to you what God is doing on a more regular basis. But let's look at 2020. I believe fully... And as we look back and remember his faithfulness and his goodness, it actually catapults us into a place of excitement for the next year and what he's going to do. And so um, there's just a few things that I wanted. Uh, the, we as a leadership team kind of put together, the whole staff, I asked for input and what they remembered from 2020. And um, originally it was just going to be a quick mention, but it's, 
it's such an extensive list that we're like, we have to take some time on this. And so here we go. The first thing that I want to celebrate from 2020 is this. We're still here. That's just an amazing thing. Um, we are here. Um, and unfortunately, through this country and through this world, that's not the case. Many churches, unfortunately, had to close and shut their doors um, due to the pandemic and everything that happened in 2020. But we are still here. Um, I wanted to give a special shout out to everybody watching online right now because you're still here too. And we're not dismissing, yeah, well, they're cheering for you right now. Um, here's, here's the truth. We understand because of the pandemic and where different people are and different family members and safety issues and all of that, we totally understand that some of you have felt led by the Lord to stay and watch online. And I just wanna shout out to you and say thank you for being faithful and continuing to participate and be a part of this family even though you haven't been able to come in person. So thank you, um, we're still here. And that is just amazing. And it's a testament um, that you are online watching us. And for those that are in person, um, thank you for being flexible with us um, and being open and being closed and being open and being closed and just the, the roller coaster of that. Um, and then the final thing on We Are Still Here is this. Uh, not only are we still here, but financially, we ended this year in the black. That's amazing. That's a praise God. Um, that is uh, again, not happening all over the country where uh, it's, it's interesting. Some churches have found this to be a, a time of blessing. Other churches are really, really struggling. Um, Shine Church ended the year in the black. Number two, um, as we looked back at the year and just the different things that went on, um, <laughs> one of the staff members goes, hey, do you know that in 2020, we actually had that big event for our volunteers? And we were like, that was that, that, that was the same year as this, oh my gosh. Um, and I don't know if you remember this, but back in February, um, we decided that we wanted to appreciate our volunteers, and so we started putting a list together, and a couple things came out. Um, the first one is this, uh, pretty much every one of you volunteer. <laughs> which is just amazing. Um, we had to send out invites to over 200 people. We had to rent out the Douglas County Fairgrounds. Um, we, we have... We've set it all up. I don't know if you have those pictures, but um, we had set it all up in a Mexican fiesta, and it was just a, an amazing time. And so I just want to once again say thank you to all of the people that have helped um, make Shine who it is, and um, you are valuable, and we sure appreciate you. And if you're looking for a place to fit in, we've got things. Please come talk to us. Number three, um, for 2020, uh, we didn't have a young adults ministry. And in the fall of 2019, we actually got with some young adults and heard their hearts. And in 2020, we actually put together a young adults ministry that regularly uh, meets on Thursday nights. And it was just a, a great um, start to what I think God wants to do in our young adults here at the church. Um, the, the fourth thing that I want to bring up, healings. I don't have enough time to go into everything that happened, but two healings that I want to bring to your attention. Um, many of you know Doug and Kay Howard, and we know of the unfortunate passing of Doug this past fall. Um, Kay, they, they attended our church and about a year and a half ago had to leave because Kay's health. Um, she was struggling with cancer. We got this email from Kay um, in just, I think it was about 10 days ago. Uh, she said, I want to give thanks to God because I have been declared cancer free. So that's just a celebration with Kay. Um, and here's what she wrote in this. Please tell Shine Church that I am so grateful for the prayers from my family, from my church family. I love that. The fact that they still consider um, Shine Church our family, that she considers it um, 
her family. And then uh, how about this one, Ginger Bun. I don't know if you know Ginger Bun, Stephen Ginger Bun, family that have been uh, at our church from the beginning. Um, she was diagnosed in July. Now I want you to hear this. She was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. Stage four breast cancer. And in the beginning of December, she actually um, got the test done and there are no cancer cells in her body now. It's amazing. That is just absolutely amazing. And here's what's really cool about that is no surgery is needed either. That's unheard of from what I understand in regards to that. So just rejoicing with them. Uh, okay, how about this? 2020, uh, we had a lot of weddings. Now, I realize that maybe you had weddings in your family, and, uh, and forgive me for not mentioning all of them, but I wanted to mention the ones that happened here uh, with our staff. Uh, DJ and Cammie Smith win on the wedding category. Let's give them a hand there. Uh, they actually had two of their kids, both Levi and Eliana, both got married in 2020. So um, talk about a year of ups and downs, right? I mean, to, to have that going on. Um, DJ has been coming in for alms and benevolent support lately, um, but it's, it's all good. We're helping them out whatever way we can. Um, Dan and Tina Niesink, our kids' pastors, um, their youngest daughter, Emily, actually got married um, at the Bennett's house. Um, on New Year's Eve. Um, so she just got married and it was a celebration. It was an incredible wedding. Um, here's, here's what was actually supernatural about it. Um, it was an outdoor wedding, New Year's Eve um, at 6.30 p.m. So yeah, burr, yeah, <laughs> burr. And, and Pastor DJ Smith was the officiant. So here's the miracle. It was a short wedding. <laughs> and uh, it, yeah, <laughs> I'm just teasing him. Uh, it was awesome. And then um, last but not least, uh, in regards to people getting married, um, our own worship pastor, Janelle, got married to Marcus Pillar, and now they are a happy family as well. So just amazing. Uh, another thing that I want to just bring up in 2020, and really it's just a shout out to uh, a lot of people who are watching online, which is our Empty Nester group. Um, our Empty Nester group um, has been trying to talk Kim and I to joining that group, so we're on their email chain. Um, but our kids keep moving back in, and so we're like, we're not there yet, we're not there yet. Uh, um, but here's, here's the beautiful part of that. Um, though many of them have not been able to come back to church because of the pandemic, they still have been supporting each other and ministering to one another, and I have been absolutely amazed, and I'm so proud of this ministry because as needs have come up, prayer requests, these people are praying for one another, giving words to one another, and actually supporting them and meeting one another's needs. And so I just, a shout out to the Empty Nester group. You guys are doing an incredible job. You are not forgotten. We love you, and you are doing an amazing job. So proud of you guys. Uh, how about this, 2020? We put together our house church um, groups, and it, we're super excited about this. We decided um, that, well, we decided the Lord actually revealed and showed to us. It had nothing to do with us. Um, we just were listening. Uh, felt like the Lord was leading us to open uh, up some house churches, and here's basically what we do on the the final full weekend of every month, starting in September, we shut the doors of the church and we actually don't have a weekend service. And we've been encouraging people to go to homes and to have church that weekend in these house churches. Now, here's what's amazing. Uh, attendance has been hard to calculate because it's hard to know exactly how many are online, but we're guessing that we're running about 250 people. We've had over 200 people attend house churches. That's amazing. 
And I just want to encourage and exhort everybody that has been going to those house churches. Thank you. Let's keep it up. Um, we're excited for 2021 and what, it, what it's going to look like for our house churches. If you have not participated, um, pray about jumping in and being a part of it because I think there's going to be a lot of life, a lot of living life together, a lot of growing in f- this family together. Um, all right. Two more, but they're kind of uh, the larger ones. And the first one is community participation. I want to quickly remind you of the original vision that the leadership team of Shine Church um, felt like the Lord was speaking in regards to community stuff. And that is this. We started two and a half years ago, and one of the things that was really um, laid on our hearts was we want to be a church that impacts our community in an incredibly healthy way. And I felt like the Lord really showed me that if the doors of Shine Church for whatever reason, had to be shut and we had to dissolve the church. We wanted it to be that the community would miss us. I don't ever want that to happen. That's not my heart or my prayer. Um, But we want to be in the community so much that if we had to shut the doors, there would be a, a gap There would be something missing and that our community would miss us. Um, Unfortunately, there's a lot of churches in this country that could open their doors, close their doors, and our community would never know. And so we have put on our hearts uh, intentionality to really get involved in our community. So here's some of the things that we have partnered with just in 2020. And this is um, so exciting. I I hope you get the excitement that I've been uh, getting in uh, through this. Um, First off, we have partnered with The Rock. Um, Mike, Pastor Mike Polemus and I, uh, we're good friends. We've partnered with them in um, a food bank and, and preparing foods. They have such an incredible ministry with that. And we've come alongside of them, and we've actually had a group of ladies before the pandemic, a group of ladies that were actually going to The Rock on Wednesdays, cooking a meal once a month for uh, our homeless and those in need that would come for that meal on those Wednesday nights. Once the pandemic ha- happened, uh, they actually kind of shifted to more of a food bank, and we have bought food for the food bank. We have gone and helped set that up and prepare that. Kim and I personally have gone over there, and it's really cool because as they're handing food out, the cars come up um, to you know get their food, and while people prepare, they've got a really well-oiled machine, but they need volunteers from time to time to help, and all the volunteers are filling the car with food. Kim and I were praying for the people inside the car for whatever they might need, and a lot of those prayers, just tears in their eyes as people are just searching for hope, and we were able to pray for hope and love, and uh, not, not church people coming to get these food. This, get the food, just people who are in need. And so it's just a great way to bring the goodness of God. And so we partnered with them. Um, We have partnered with uh, the blood bank. Because of the pandemic, the library has had to shut down and not allow anybody in. And so the blood bank has actually come back to us and said, hey, can we use your, but I'm not even sure how we got that connection, but we've had them here at least four times. And here's what's really great about that. From 8.30 in the morning till 3.30 in the afternoon, they are nonstop packed with people giving blood. And that's just such an important thing right now. And we have partnered with them. And it's been really great, that relationship. Um, this one here in town, Olinger Funeral Home. We've actually partnered with them. And if you want somebody to pray for, pray for J.R. Um, he, uh, J.R. Pinion is his name. He's the manager, running, runs the Olinger. He told me in the middle of December that because of COVID, they had, I, I believe it was 60 deaths 
from November 1st to the middle of December due to COVID. Normally they deal with five to six a week. They were dealing with 10 to 12 a week. Um, and he said, man, it just, it, it's just crazy. Anyways, with that being said, we have partnered with them. They've actually used our facility when needed, if they're overrun, to have small memorial services in here. Um, and then um, when they need uh, a pastor to help um, to officiate the, the funeral, um, we have partnered with them. As a matter of fact, Pastor Rob did um, one just this last week, yeah? And I, it was really neat as a family actually came to church um, last night from, from the funeral. So it's it really cool p- partnership right there. Um, we've partnered with Hope's Promise. They are um, a service that um, it, pregnancy counseling, adoption, orphan care, and foster care. And uh, we have built a relationship with them. And interestingly enough, at the end of March of 2020, we were going to have them come and give them 10 minutes just to share what they do. And then unfortunately, we had to shut everything down. We will have them in, but we have got a really cool partnership with them. Catholic Charities, I know I've mentioned in the past, the Help and Hope Center, which is just right down here, this down the street, um, you know, they're here to help and hope uh, for our neighbors in need. They, they minister to a lot of the, the homeless uh, in the community. We've done our Shine a Light campaign with Lost Coffee and Cork and Keg, um, just trying to do different free gifts, not only for us as a church, but then for you to share it with other people in the world, or in the community, in the world, in the world. <laughs> share it in the world. Tell that person in Africa to get their free pretzel. How <laughs> In our community here. Um, and then the, the last one in regards to the community participation. And this is, guys, this is all just in 2020. This is stuff we established this year, which is just amazing. Um, but two and a half years ago when we started Shine Church, um, I was invited to go to the pastoral prayer. And I know I've mentioned that many times, but once a week, um, several pastors of the community of Castle Rock get together and pray. Um, here's something that just blew me away, and I'm incredibly humbled by this. Um, the leader of the pastor prayer um, of Castle Rock, um, he has decided to retire from becoming a pa- or from being a pastor, and so he actually came to the pastor prayer group and um, recommended and said, "Hey, I've prayed about this, and I think Dan should lead this pastor prayer group." Um, and I was blown away. So I'm sitting here with 12 other pastors in the, and I'm looking around going three years, five years, eight years, 15 years, over 20 years. I was, I was the guy with the least amount of time in past, being a pastor in Castle Rock. And um, he recommended that I would lead it and the entire group said, yep, totally agree. And I told the group that day, I said, okay, I'm incredibly humbled by the fact that you would do this, uh, but I find myself thinking either I'm incredibly humbled or you guys know something that I don't that you just threw me into. <laughs> and they all assured me, no, no, this is, it, it, we really think that God's life for unity is in your heart. Um, and it just, uh, it's just amazing. It actually reminded me of um, when, when we asked Janelle to be our worship pastor, she's like, hey, well, what do you think about community involvement and helping other churches? I was like, I think it's important, and I think we should do it. Uh, it's just been a heart of Shine Church, and I don't know what God's doing in the middle of it, but I'm super excited that, that, that that's happened. So uh, that's our um, just community outreach. Um, the last one, and this is kind of 
the one I hope will just blow your mind as it has our staff, and that is outreach and missions, uh, not just local, but globally. Um, just a couple things that happened in 2020. Uh, Pastor DJ and Cami led a small little exploration trip down to Cuba last January, and we had them go down there because of a couple things. Number one, his parents, I, I want you to listen to this. His parents were missionaries for five years down there from 1954 to 1959. When DJ and Cami went down with a small team, they remembered his parents. Here's the impact. Even a short-term trip can make years and years and years of impact in these communities that are not as fortunate as we are. And so they went down there to, uh, as I said, explore the option of us maybe going down there again in the future, and we absolutely will do that. When things open back up, we want to do that. We had a trip to Mexico planned and a trip to Malaysia planned. Um, those are now pending. <laughs> um, we still want to go. Um, when things back open up, we'll be able to do that. A couple things that we did locally that we want to make sure that you're aware of. Our youth group, um, Pastor Peter, um, decided, hey, we need to get back. We need to go uh, across, and we need to be good neighbors. And so right across the street is a trailer park. You guys have probably driven by it. And so he actually pulled together a group of youth that went and cleaned up some of the yards and fixed up uh, some different things. And then we actually partnered with Brian Headley, who's drumming today and sitting right there. And he actually built that deck that you just saw uh, for a lady that just didn't have the resource or the money. Um, how bad was the deck before you built it? It, I don't, how was she even getting into her place? So I, just being a good neighbor, being able to go over that, and here's why this is important for you to know, because it was your money that did it. Your faithfulness to give, your contributions um, were to help us clean the, that area up and, and partner with that. And it's just, we're looking forward to doing more things like that. Uh, our Thanksgiving outreach, we gave 60 meals to the Help and Hope Center to provide for 60 different families Thanksgiving meal, which is amazing. Angel Tree, we supported 51 kids, which means we gave 102 gifts out. And I know many of you grabbed angels, but um, we have done a poor job of telling you the impact. 102 gifts, 51 kids got to just have the joy of receiving a gift on behalf of their parent who is in prison. And it was because of you guys being able to do this. Um, Adrian and Helios Pucci organized the gear for the homeless in December. And um, this is, the pictures don't do it justice, but um, they put together, there was clothes all over the sanctuary as they were doing men's coats, women's coats. I, they put together 18 huge garbage bags, garbage bags, full of coats and blankets and gloves and boots and 18. I mean, it filled his truck. It, those are bags on top of bags. And, and it was absolutely amazing. We had 15 tents given. We had seven different sleeping bags. They only got to take five because I was giving them away here to people. Um, they didn't even know that, so um, sorry. Um, here's what's really amazing about that is this, you guys did this in 10 days. We asked one weekend, 10 days later, 18 bags. And now we're already collecting for another one because Adrian wants to do it again. And over in our office, we have more socks than you can count right now uh, over there. So super excited about that. Um, just those are some of the practical things we did for outreach and missions. Um, 
let's talk, let's talk about the money aspect of it. Just to remind everybody and make sure that everybody understands what we do as a church with your offerings. When you give an offering, we automatically take 10% and we put it into missions. Right away, whatever you give every single weekend, we take 10% and we put it off into missions. We break that 10% into 40% out local, 40% global, 10% alms, and 10% Israel. So we break it off into those four categories. Let me share you w- with you um, what we did this year in 2020, or last year in 2020, in these four areas. In alms, we gave out $21,258. All of which, as a matter of fact, 28000 plus, came in in the special offerings on the third weekend of the month that you give to. We didn't even have to use the 10% for alms because you guys gave over and above for alms to the tune of $28,000. The only reason we didn't spend $28,000 is because 6000 of it came in the last two weeks of December. We will spend it. It will go out. Okay, what does our alms money go to? It really goes to just the homeless in our community here that need help. It goes to some of our church members that need support in different areas uh, depending on what different things are happening. We use it to help people... Um, with grocery gift cards, with gas cards, with help with utilities, medical bills, car repairs. We even used the alms money to help one of our homeless guys that actually now is back on his feet, has a job, has a place to live. Pastor Rob has such a heart for this. Rob prays for these people. It's not like we're just giving out gift cards. Rob... Rob is trying to get them back on their feet. We give these gift cards and fill their tanks with gas, hopefully to get them back to work and get them back on their feet. And Rob prays with each and every one of these people that come in. It's just an incredible ministry. But in this particular, some of you may know Chad. He was even coming to church here for a while. Chad, um, we got to know him. He had this dog that he absolutely loved. Unfortunately, in the middle of the year, his dog uh, basically got cancer and had to be put down and he was heartbroken so here's what we did we used your funds to pay for a veterinarian to actually come to our office and we had the veterinarian put the dog down with chad and all of us we cried with him we prayed for him and we supported him as the only living thing that he had at the time really was attached to um, and it's just, it's just amazing, the ministry that has taken place in our Benevolence and Alms Fund because of you. Thank you. You. How about this? Local missions. $35,868 given out in local sports to food banks, to Hope's Promise, to community fundraisers, um, which included a Christian Academy, Hope's Promise again, uh, pastoral care. Uh, we... we we used the money to help a family inside of our church who had a, a loved one pass away and they couldn't afford to get to the funeral. We paid for the expenses to go to the funeral so that they could go there. Um, using this kind of money to help um, people, um, Steve Roloff, a pastor of Broken Tree, he has, um, oh my gosh, cerebral palsy. I can never remember that. He and his wife both do and he ministers. He's a pastor of a church of people that have different um, defects like that. And man, he's just amazing. He fell early on in the year. And so we put money towards helping his home get to the place where he wouldn't fall anymore, um, which is just a great thing. But over half of that 35,000 went to COVID relief, which I'm super proud of. 
It's just absolutely amazing. We were actually able to help families in this church, and of course, I would never embarrass anyone, um, but I'm looking out, seeing people that we've helped, um, and here's what's amazing. We were help, able to help with mortgage payments and with utilities and different things that families inside of this church struggled with um, because of the pandemic and what had happened financially. We partnered with local area community um so we personally partnered with the restaurant angie's uh, but this was one of those pastor prayer things where we all decided hey let's pick a restaurant and let's partner with that restaurant because restaurants were struggling and are struggling yes and so what we did is we went to angie's and we said here's what we want to do we want to buy a certain number of meals and we want you to pay your staff to make them so that you can give some employees some finances, and then we're going to take those meals and bring them to Help and Hope Center to help other families that don't have meals. So for three weeks in a row, we did 50 meals each week partnering with Angie's, which means they got to pay employees for three weeks to help those a portion of their employees for that, and then also provide meals. It was just amazing, incredible stuff like that that we were able to do on a local basis. How about global? Um, $24,988, almost $25,000 given out to global support. Now, what does that mean? Well, we've got some missionaries that we support. Um, we decided from the beginning of Shine Church that we wanted to come alongside uh, missionaries and not, not come along many with few amounts of money, but a few with large amounts of money, if that makes sense. And so we support pretty health with a healthy amount to Paul and Naomi Pruitt. Um, they reach out to, um, sorry, Chinese missionaries. They support and care for South Asian families with their mission. Um, they're, they're trying to reproduce churches in the unreached people area groups. And they're just incredible at that. Brian and Lori Lindsay, who are also um, from Shine Church, and they reach out to Malaysia, and we support them on a monthly basis. Um, uh, Angela, our prayer pastor, a um, few months ago talked about the persecuted church, and we had little note cards that we had each one of you write little encouraging words to somebody that they minister with. Um, she just sent me an 18-minute audio message from that guy, and he was just basically going... Thank you so much. You don't know what your little notes of encouragement have done for us in ministry and what you're, how you've encouraged us through this. And so I just, if you would like to hear that, just send me an email. I'll send you that, that uh, audio message because uh, it was from your, your messages. Um, we supported Derek and Haran Schoenhoff with YWAM. We are also able to do one-time um, significant gifts to Ashley and Manny Loeza, uh, who is starting up a Destiny Project, ministering um, to um, girls in particular in the se sex trafficking, um, trying to restore them and bring them out of that. Um, Tyler Childs and his family just left um, last week to go to YWAM as a whole family. So we supported them, and it was just amazing. And then again, with Hope's Promise, um, they brought to us uh, some families in Zimbabwe that needed some food, and we were able to give a significant amount to them. So just amazing stuff, in, even with Global. And then Israel. We have just under $7,000 in reserve. We wanted to do an Israel trip this year, um, unfortunately, uh, or last year, 2020. Uh, unfortunately, that's pending because of everything. Once that opens, we would love to go there. And we're um, kind of holding that money so that we can support um, ministries there and to be able to give it there. So we're super excited about that. So grand total, $89,072 from this little teeny church that went out into this world. And I 
and I couldn't believe it. And as we were talking as a, as a formation team and going through the numbers, we we're like, are you kidding me? That's how much we gave? That's unbelievable. And I know some churches are giving millions and millions. Of dollars. We're 250 people here, okay? And to give almost $100,000 away um, is just mind-blowing to me. And it's just a testament to just the goodness of God. And as we go into 2021, we felt it was important to bring these things to you to let you know what we're doing. What we're doing with the offering and the resource that you give into our church to let you know that um, we are doing our very best to be really good stewards of that and wanted to just let you hear what your money has, has been, how your money has been impacted. Because here's the truth. Guess what? When you stand before Jesus in heaven, you're gonna get rewarded for that. It's gonna be the things that when tested by fire are gonna stand. It's gonna be the gold and silver that it's gonna stand when, when our works and our, it's tested. So thank you. Thank for you for your faithfulness. Thank you for giving. Now for 2021, give more. Where's the big amen? Let's give more. Let's be more generous. We're gonna do our very best to continue to be faithful stewards of what you give. If you ever have any question, our books are wide open. If you would like to read the finance report, I have, we have nothing to hide. We're doing our very best. We have a team of you that actually is a financial team that goes over our books every month and they ask all kinds of great questions. So uh, if you want to see that, please just let me know. I'll be glad to give you that. Um, we're doing our very best to be good stewards of that. Um, but just, again, just wanted to thank you. Thank you so much for everything that you guys have done. It's been a really cool year in the middle of a very difficult year. So, Heavenly Father, thank you so much. Thank you for what you have done. And God, as we look back at your goodness, at your faithfulness, God, I pray that you would start to stir an excitement in our hearts for 2021, that we would do more, that we would be able to accomplish more, that we would have more partnerships in our community, that we would make a greater impact in our community. And Lord, that you would use all of us to, to do that. That it wouldn't just be uh, the pastors of Shine Church, but it would be the family of Shine Church that reaches out into our community. And so, Lord, I thank you again for just giving us this quick look back and now stir our hearts <clears throat> for what you have for us moving forward. And we thank you for that in your name. Amen. As I was praying, I felt like the Holy Spirit wanted me to remind you one other thing, and that is this. Our heart is to partner with you guys. And so if God is stirring something in you, Maybe as simple as you know a neighbor that's having a hard time making their utility payments or something like that. Come to us. I can't promise that we're gonna say yes to everything, but we sure will pray about it and we sure will take it seriously and we would love to partner with you to help people out in, in that way. One of the coolest things that I personally did um, this year is we took $5,000 of that local money and we went with a small group of, of you, actually, and went to low-income apartments and knocked on doors and said, hey, I know this is a really strange question, but what do you pay for utilities a month? And they would look at us like, why do you want to know? I, I know, just strange, what, what do you pay? And they would be like, oh, we pay about 150 to $200. We would whip out $200 and give it, hey, we want to take care of your utility this month. And they're like, who are you? We're just a group of people that want to show God's love to you in a really practical way. God loves you, and we want you to know that. Wait, yeah, but who are you? Then we would go, well, we're from a little church called Shine Church over here, but uh, 
you know what? How, how cool would it be if we all were empowered to be able to do that? And if the only thing that's hindering you from being able to do something like that is resource and, and finances, come talk to us because maybe there's something we could do and we could partner with you on that. Again, I'm not promising that we're saying yes to all of these things, but I sure would have, I would love the problem of so many requests coming from you guys to reach out to this community that I, we have to say no to some than to not have any requests coming in. And so we want to partner with you uh, to reach out to our neighbors and to our community. Amen? Amen. Okay, well, that's it. Happy New Year. Um, if you are part of Shine Church and you would like uh, your hoodie, um, please step back there and make sure you, uh, maybe we have one for you that you that is your side. If not, put an order in. We'll get it in in a couple weeks. If you're watching online, go to shinechurch.life hoodie, and we want to get you that Christmas gift as well. God bless you all.